incredible connection with technology, deep integration within the religious organizations of human society. They keep their finger on the pulse of the city. Glasswalkers live and die by a personal creed, and that creed is progress. Several times throughout recorded history, the Glasswalkers have changed their names to reflect their dedication to this creed. While their methods to fight and stop the apocalypse are different to that of all the other werewolf tribes, they fear the apocalypse no less than the rest of them. Every day they get stronger, every day they find a new technology or a new theology that they can use in their fight against the coming apocalypse. This video was voted on by my Maple Wolf patrons over on Patreon, so come join us there if you want to get a say in what video I produce next. So let's get into the Glasswalkers. Legends say that the Glasswalkers started as monitors of humanity. They were under orders from the Silver Fangs to watch the growing human race. The Silver Fangs were intrigued when it came to humanity, their creativeness, their ability for deception. During this time, the Glasswalkers were known as the Warders of Apes. This was a derogatory term used for the humans during the start of humanity. In order to do their job more effectively, the Glasswalkers integrated themselves into the society. This society was in what is now known as Palestine, or in the Middle East. And as civilization grew and changed, so too did the Glasswalkers. They became accustomed to the city life. When the Impergium happened, they were also one of the few tribes that were on humanity's side. And when some of the other major civilizations began their ascent to greatness, Rome, Carthage, there was an irresistible draw to the Glasswalkers. They loved the philosophical debates that were happening in these cities. They loved competing not only with the Silver Fangs, but also the vampires that took up residence in these cities. Moving into the Dark Ages, their name sort of changed not of their own will, it was more of a shortening of what they were previously called. Humanity was now being referred to as men instead of apes, and the Glasswalkers were warders of cities as well as warders of men. For simplicity, most of the Guru Nation just called them warders. The Glasswalkers really started to integrate themselves into the new religious organizations that were forming or rising to power. They were competing against the vampires who were also trying to accumulate great power within these same organizations. The Glasswalkers will take credit for some religious organizations that sprouted off of the main religions. This was their effort to make them more Gaian. Then the Age of Renaissance happened, and the Glasswalkers changed their name yet again. But this time they went something completely different. Vast majority of them were known as the Tetrasomians. They were very skilled alchemists. The Tetrasomians had been investigating and learning about human religious organizations and trying to create something for themselves, or rather for that of the Guru Nation. They wanted to create a Guruism, something that could be a guiding principle for the Guru Nation as a whole. Unfortunately, the implementation of this resulted in more of a cult than a religious organization, and it never really took off. During the Victorian era, they were known as Iron Riders. This was quite a literal name in the sense that they were riding trains, they were known for doing this. This really helped them push the western frontier, moving civilization further west. 
The further west they went, the more they found in common with some of the other werewolf tribes that they discovered living there. Now, the problem with this was they were making friends over killing indigenous populations. They had missed the damage that the new industrial revolution was causing. Once they came to the realization of what industrialism was doing to the planet and the banes that it was producing, this is when they dedicated themselves to fighting the damage caused by these technologies. They would look for new and more efficient technologies to protect the environment. It wasn't until 1895 that the Iron Riders changed their name to the Glasswalkers. This happened shortly after a major event. This is when the City Father was found in London. The Glasswalkers were so surprised, so shocked about this, they wanted to learn as much as they could, and they dedicated themselves to finding more of these City Incarna. The goal was to find and convert these Incarna so they would help them in their fight against the Worm. From this point in time, the Glasswalkers were also known to have fought in both of the World Wars. And with the growing advent of technology, computers, and in 1999, a horrific discovery was made. It was discovered that there was a camp of glasswalkers known as the Cyber Dogs. They took computers and technology. They really believed that they could integrate it into themselves effectively. Unfortunately, it had been also discovered that they had run experimentation on unwilling lupus members. As one might expect, the response from the Guru Nation was swift and violent, and it nearly wiped out this camp entirely, but they are still around. They're just really, really disliked, and that's saying a lot because Glasswalkers are kind of on the lowest totem pole rung for respect, and the Cyberdogs are even lower than that. And if you like werewolves, I have werewolf merchandise on my store. Links will be in the description. So having discussed a little bit of history with the Glasswalkers, let's talk a little bit about who and what they are. They are the tribe that has the pulse of the city. They understand its nuance. They understand the city's emotion, the feelings, the vibes. They get it. It is said of the tribe that they do not have a source culture like some of the other tribes, the Fianna, for example, the Shadow Lords, and a Glasswalker Sept is likely to look different from the next depending on where you go. But no matter what tribe or Karen you visit of the Glasswalkers, you will find that they are very connected politically, religiously, organizationally, and corporately. And as a tribe as a whole, they have four different camps, you could call them. Usually one of these four camps is giving the instructions or leading this particular tribe, but the way that it's organized is a little bit loose. There is no definitive structure for when one of these camps takes over, whether they have extreme success in an area or they're just more powerful at that time than any of the other camps. The first camp is Central House. This house was responsible for most of the leaders within the tribe. Part of their duties was selecting a new leader or a Don as they referred to, and then enforcing the will of the Don as they saw fit. They were also responsible for tracking the growing taint of the worm within a city, and then either taking care of it themselves or delegating that task. The House of Technological Advancement is not as straightforward as you might think. They did focus on learning and understanding new technologies, how to adapt them into the tribal culture, but they were also responsible for forming relationships with technological spirits. 
the House of Urban Defense. This one is much more straightforward. They were responsible for teaching and passing down knowledge of rights to those new and upcoming members, but they were also the hit squad. They were the ones that usually got the task of cleaning up the worm taint. They were mostly delegated to in this sense. And the House of Rightful Justice, this was the military arm of the Glasswalkers. They handled military operations outside of their primary city, and they hunted important high-value targets of the worm. When it comes to what a Glasswalker is, this is fairly straightforward. Glasswalker represents the name of the towering glass skyscrapers. At least of the buildings of the 90s, they were big glass boxes. Some of the newer designs, they're a little less boxy, but there's still a lot of glass. The Glasswalkers have grown with humanity. They have a certain fascination for their achievements. And even in their own tribe, they have borrowed and adapted ideas from the human political sphere, the corporate sphere, and many other forms of governance that humans have done. They just find them so fascinating, and they work fairly well. Glasswalkers also bind spirits to technological items that they can use within their city. With the advent of technology, they have started writing down, drawing, encrypting their history rather than passing it on orally. As times have changed and the Glasswalkers adapted each time they have noticed a significant change, this has given them a huge advantage against some of the minions of the worm who haven't adapted nearly as gracefully. A Glasswalker also has more enemies than the average werewolf, and that's kind of saying something. Because when they live in the cities, this also brings them into direct conflict with vampires. They can also run into powerful mages, as well as hunters of the supernatural. Then you've got all the spirits they have to contend with. Technological, Banes, Fomori, they can all be found within the cities. And while they are very skilled at dealing with spirits of the weaver, or even spirits of electricity, they still can pose a threat, because not all of these spirits are friendly. And then of course they also have enemies within the Guru Nation itself from those specific werewolves that don't believe integration with human society was the right thing to do, which is a lot of them. Thank you to all of my patron subscribers, all of your support is greatly appreciated. Keep voting on those videos. My name's Nathaniel, thanks for stopping by everyone.